in the context of of how poisoned effectively the modern now mega business international sport is now where does the GAA sit for you in that in that matrix you see, I see modern sports really interesting though first of all I'll come back to the GAA in a second there's so much that's good about modern sport it brings so much joy to people's lives there are so many brilliant people in it and if I look at Ireland and how it operates here I don't think any high, more highly of someone who volunteers their time for the GEA as against someone who does it for soccer or boxing or cycling or any other sport where people give up their time voluntarily to help kids. The GEA does not have a monopoly on volunteerism and it does not have a monopoly on decency. So I suppose that's my first starting point on it. Where does the GEA different? Well, it's obviously different because the players are not full-time professionals. They essentially only get puffed up expenses. And the fact that you play for where you're from is important, right? That's, that's in terms of identity, it matters. Like, what is your identity and how can you represent it through the GEA? And, and I think that's important as a defining influence of the GEA. But the GEA has also had its share of narcissists and has its, has its share of malignant characters. It's not Alice in Wonderland time either. We have to hold the GAA up to the light just because just because it does so much that's good. We don't presume to assume that all it does is good. I just think that and I know people can sometimes get frustrated by some of the commentary around. We had the, you know, the Sky TV deal a few years ago, GAA go now, other issues around sponsorship. I still feel that and maybe we'll eventually lose the battle. I still think that there's conversations and public debate being had as to whether the GA should be commercialized or should be getting this uh, exploring money from various revenue streams and whether it's appropriate whereas in all other sports that debate is dead there's just an acceptance that you 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 take money regardless of where it comes from the d- debate goes around in circles and it gets lost when politicians and so forth use it use it as a kind of a holiday from reason at Oireachtas committees and so forth but just I think the fact that those debates are still had makes me think the GA is still precious is, is an OTT phrase I think to use about it but there's still something worth fighting for there the GA was commercialized in February 1885 when it decided to charge people money into its games it further commercialized when it allowed people sell initially drink, but also then apples and oranges and peaches and pears and everything else that people's people sold along GA sidelines. And when it set up its own pitches, in which it didn't just in which, for example, in Croke Park after bought Croke Park, it hired Croke Park out for non-GA events, such as a rodeo in the 1920s with Buffalo Bill and all this kind of stuff. The GA was commercialized when it did deals with railway state railway companies to facilitate the playing of matches and cheaper fares again from the late 19th century. The GA was commercialized further when it went on radio in the 1920s, when it set up its own newspaper, when it sold books out of various places, when it took on a full-time administrator more than 100 years ago and when it did deals with TV stations, with RTE in the 1960s, and so on. So the idea that the GEA wasn't commercialised from the beginning is wrong. What the GEA wasn't was professionalised because because it's professional, it now has to, because it wasn't professional, it did not need to maximise its resources in the same way that other sports did. And 
rugby union is very similar. How do you explain the vast explosion of rugby union since the 1990s in Ireland? It's gross commercialization. I don't mean gross in a offensive way. I mean just in its in its. I mean in terms of scale, the sale of jerseys, the need to open out the doors for people who weren't clearly weren't previously really involved in rugby, and of course is to pay wages. So that matters. And now the GEA has a huge army of full-time employees around the place in games promotion officers, in a commercial wing in Crow Park. It has a vast network of facilities which it must run around the country. So this leads to an inevitable commercialization. There's no hiding from that. 